0: the show. I am just beyond excited. My mind is exploding right now. Excited to have Ashley Smith on. Welcome, Ashley.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm also very excited to be here.
0: Super excited. (laughs) So also known as... Ashley is also known as Bored Becky to the NFT community, but we will get to more of that later because what we're going to do is we're going to first start with your real estate experience. That's how I first connected with you. I saw that you were into real estate and NFTs and I was like, this is a woman that I need to talk to. So give us a little bit of information on how you got into real estate and what you're doing right now.
1: Yeah, so I'm a residential realtor in Vancouver, Canada. I've been in real estate since the beginning of 2008. Um, just been trucking along with my business and uh but I've been very involved in the profession, like in the industry. I'm one of these like perpetual volunteers um, that's been involved in like the associations and our regional boards and that sort of thing. So pretty early on in my career, I uh jumped on our uh, the real estate board of Greater Vancouver's board of directors. Um, and I served on that board for nine, 10 years or so. Uh and most recently was uh, the chair of the board and the media spokesperson and all of that fun stuff, um, which uh, Vancouver, if you've ever been uh, to my part of the world, uh, the real estate is the one thing everyone talks about all of the time. So um, in the news, that's what everyone's talking about, what, what's going on in the market, Uh, that sort of thing. And and, um, I've served my tenure there. I'm now currently a director at the real estate, uh, the BC Real Estate Association. So it's like a provincial body. And we're involved in different things. I'm involved in like government relations. So needless to say, I have a bunch of contacts in the real estate profession. um, And I've always been really interested about what's next, how's it going to impact people in the industry? How's it going to impact the consumer? Um, And I mean, it does segue and it is probably the reason why I got into NFTs. So um, sitting on the board. A lot of the things we were talking about when we were discussing, uh, sit future scenario planning and what's going to happen in the environment. Uh, blockchain was a constant theme that, um, every year would come up in a probably more meaningful way. Um, and then of course, other things associated with blockchain technology, like cryptocurrency, how may that, um, impact, uh, the home buying and real estate buying and selling experience, that sort of a thing. Um, and fast forward, I'm an entrepreneur. So, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V is one of the, you know, fun podcasts and people that I spend my downtime listening to while walking the dog, listening to his podcast. And he started talking about NFTs. Um, I had heard about NFTs earlier in the year and, um, more like fluffy sort of way a roundabout way through clubhouse maybe january february march um there were things going on in the space um but at the time it didn't resonate like i didn't get it yet um and, and then when gary v started talking about it i was like okay it's time it's time to listen and understand like what is this
0: and yeah so let's let's stop there with Gary V because it sounds like your entrance into NFTs was a little bit like mine. Let's unpack a little bit about what you just said. All throughout your real estate career, you've been a leader, you've been an innovator, you've tried to see what's next. You've been you you help you help other agents ex- their experience and taking their businesses to the next level. Am I far from the mark i've definitely tried <laughs> <laughs> so you are a leader you've been a leader in in innovation you've been a leader within your community so you're seeing this trend start to open up you're seeing blockchain start to open up you see nft's come to the forefront and gary starts talking about it so now lead us into where you are now and how did you transition from your world of real estate into the world of NFTs?
1: Yeah, so I, um, you know, I listened to Gary and he was talking about uh, releasing his uh, first NFT project, Friends. And with that, he did a fantastic job onboarding his community, um, who many were very not crypto native. So I, I had never bought crypto before. Um, while I knew, I, I think I felt that there was gonna be a place for it. I just didn't, the financial side of it didn't resonate. Like it wasn't interesting enough for me to take the time. Um, So, you know, he had some step-by-step tools, um, which quite frankly was still very difficult to follow. Um, There were some nuances being, you know, where I am in Canada and had to find some resources um, on top of what he had. But so I had to buy Ethereum in order to purchase my first NFT. And, um, you know, at the time it was uh, a time this year when there, we were seeing quite a, fast spike in crypto prices. Um, and I was like, it's not, this isn't going to happen. Like I, I couldn't get it together. And fortunately um, I figured it out. And as prices, the values started kind of coming, softening a little. So I, I got lucky. Gary V had um, a little delay in his drop. So all, remember all of that, the, all of the things aligned for me to get my very first NFT. And um, from, from that onward, I started kind of going down the rabbit hole, as they say, and that's like an overused term in this space, but it's it's very much, um, it's just what it is, and uh, anyhow, so I started poking around and seeing what else was out there, and at the time, um, I noticed uh, this project called the Board Ape Yacht Club, which has exploded since, but uh, at the time, it was not inexpensive, but it was more affordable than another V friend. And, um, so I picked up a board ape and, um, at the time I'm talking Canadian currency. I probably, Oh, I don't know. I probably spent about $5,000 and I was like, like, I didn't know. I, I wasn't expecting to make gains on that in any real way in any close period of time. Um, but what really struck me was that you own the IP, the intellectual property of this um, NFT. And I thought that's really interesting. Um, anyway, I I ended up um, realizing that my first few NFT purchases had been lucky, good ones. <laughs> so I felt a little more comfortable to uh, purchase a little bit more Ethereum and dive in a little deeper as like an amateur collector, so to say. Um, and that was it and then i i ended up um my first big like mint it's called minting when when you um purchase an nft for the first time like when it's it's never been um purchased before like you're the original owner or buyer um the the first one i bought was in this project called fame lady
0: squad so tell us a little bit about fame lady squad why was Fame Lady Squad. So important. This kind of, okay, I'm going to take a small moment to talk to my audience. You know me, I talk about women in real estate all the time. I uplift women wherever and whatever they're doing. So this segues into Fame Lady Squad, because I remember when Fame Lady Squad was minting as well. So why was it so important?
1: Yeah. So at the time, this was early in the summer, like July, I want to say, um, this summer. And it was very clear at the time that there was a pretty um, visible lack of diversity in the NFT environment. Um, And and you, you know, in this case, you're talking probably about the art in general, Um, not a lot of female representation and not a lot of other types of diversity either. Um, Excuse me. So, you know, a lot of the projects there would be like my Becky that I named her, um, my ape, um, is one of the few female uh, apes in the Board Ape Yacht Club collection. And, and there were many collections that didn't have any female representation at all. So at the time when Family Lady Squad was released, um, it was the first all-female generative avatar project, collectibles project. Um, there's 8,888 of them. Um, so it was a really big deal. And there was a lot of hype around... Uh, the project and I know that we're probably not here to talk too, too much about it but it's we, we have here to share. We to talk
0: about everything <laughs> that you are because you are interesting and I want to know about you. <laughs> Before we go on about um, Fame, ladies and why it's so important. What is a generative project when it comes to NFT speak?
1: Yeah, so the big thing that's come out this year with NFTs is digital art, right? So this is an, a collectible project that people can be a, join in and they're part of a community and there might be further utility um the generative part is actually about how the art is put together so um there's typically like a base uh, likeness like a uh t- image that it's kind of found, uh, based on all, for all of the pieces um but then all of the different traits are independently done and then they're it's coded. So the, the project is then coded to create um, a variety of different uh, versions of that, you know, (laughs) character, if you want to call it that. And, um, and so that's when generative, that's, that's really what that means. And what happens is there, there's no two that are alike, Um, they're all different, unique. Um, And then some end up being a lot more Uh, rarer than others because they may have ended up with much rarer traits or trait combinations or there may be certain types of traits that are very desirable and there are fewer of them so that's that's really what that means
0: let's jump back into fame ladies now thank you for that so it's the first all-female generative art um it's also the first all-female team so take it away yes
1: so uh, So at the time I was a buyer and um, Mm -hmm. it was positioned as the first all-female team. So in this case, that would mean something like the artist, the marketer, um, the developer behind the scenes. Um, Now in the NFT space, especially at the time a, a lot of anonymity so you know you the the people are putting themselves forward as a name and who they are um but their avatar is probably uh, something else and um you don't really know who these folks are so at the time it was very exciting uh but frankly like as a buyer i knew it, it was possible that these folks were not who who they claimed to be um and and that's and what ended up happening was uh, about a month or so later it turns out uh, someone did some blockchain sleuthing cuz you can do that on the blockchain and kind of put some puzzle pieces together to determine that these particular folks were the same folks behind some other projects um who were claiming to be completely different people and so it was very clear that these founders were not who they said that they were and, and they, they ended up admitting that they were men um, <laughs> pretending to be women. And, and so what was frustrating at the time was this feeling of exploitation. Right. And I think um, it, it was, it felt very personal in a lot of ways for many people. This was um, given the, the time and given the nature of the project, a lot of people's first NFT that they had purchase um and it was also one that was gifted quite a bit so like a lot of men had gifted this as the first nft to perhaps their wives girlfriends daughters mothers sisters friends um and so for them it was their introduction to this whole crazy world and a lot of them very very excited and excited to be in this space that's looking to you know empower women in this environment and then uh, this happened so it's very disheartening i think for a lot of people um and without getting into all the details uh some coincidence and happenstance and just the events and how they kind of all came together um i ended up becoming the smart contract owner for the entire uh project once this all um came out so we were just looking to find a way to elevate the community um to try to encourage especially the women in the community to like don't leave like we know this sucks um, you know it sucks when you because the values of the project immediately dropped and um, and I think you you kind of got that um, the, the financial loss and then also that like that you had you were emotionally invested and you've lost on that too um, so we really wanted to try to figure out a way to say no this is a space that's really important we don't want you to leave this space and um, at the time we didn't think this was what was going to happen but we ended up becoming um me and and, and danielle nft ignition on twitter mm-hmm. um the kind of new stewards at the time and leaders of, of the project so we took it all over and that's a conversation for another day well what that's meant but i've learned a lot more than i anticipated and you know four or five months about what NFTs are, what these collectible, collectible, collectible projects entail, what the possibilities are, um, and what kind of business opportunities there might be within this world. Um, and we've started a podcast called From the Blockchain, Looking to Empower Women in the Space. So we're very, it's its just been a whirlwind and it's um, been really, really fun. And I will admit to everyone listening that, um I definitely have neglected my real estate business a bit. Uh, but funnily enough, um, and I know we'll get to chatting a little bit about the intersection here, but, um, you know, I was in New York in November for NFT NYC, which is um, the big, you know, NFT conference. And, and it was the biggest one ever, I think, um, just given the time and post, post-COVID um, and, Immediately from New York, having experienced all this, meeting so many amazing minds, um, then went to uh, San Diego for the National Association of Realtors Conference. And my brain's just been spinning ever since because I just think there's so much opportunity to bring these worlds together. So.
0: Very there is so much we can do to bring these worlds together. And I love, like, I could unpack all this, but I think we need to have another podcast just to talk about NFTs and what that can mean and how, you know what? Forget about it. We're just gonna talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. So like I said before, I am all about uplifting women in this space. I'm, uh, that's what I do. The possibilities you talked about. So number one, Fame Lady was the first all-female team. So they said all female generative art, which is very true. And you were able to save this project, create something wonderful out of it. And a place where it's, I mean, I've been in the project. I am a Fame Lady owner. Um, full full disclosure, I own V Friends. I do not own a board eight yacht. Yacht Club, unfortunately. I did not listen when uh, when they talked about it on Clubhouse. But I am an owner and, uh, and holder of Fame Ladies and a bunch of other mostly uh, woman-driven projects are currently in my wallet. Mm-hmm. So how does this, and let's make all the connections possible with this, how does this play into like where you're going in this world? Because you, you are a leader in the real estate world and in, in, as a realtor as well, which is, I would say, a predominantly woman-driven field. How does this growth and how, what kind of connections are you currently making between NFTs, crypto and blockchain, and your work as a leader, as an innovator in real estate?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think it's very difficult for me at this time to predict what 2022 is going to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, But what's been really neat is, you know, I I think, when I first entered the space, uh, the NFT space, I, I think I had some ideas of what I thought could maybe be a possibility uh, in the real estate environment. But I didn't know anybody in this blockchain world um, or Web3, as they call it. And so now I'm feeling like I have access um, to and, and I'm getting to know people and who's who and who's, you know, who's really working and doing some cool stuff in the space and who can connect you and who can refer you. Cause I think this is the one thing, especially as women um, getting into a space and not feeling like you can trust or know, or be certain or be confident about like, who are you dealing with on the other side? Mm -hmm. Do they, you know, and, and so I think um, right now is actually just a really interesting time. So I just want to plant that seed where it is early enough that if you insert yourself, you, you probably can start making some of those really awesome connections. It takes a little time because you got to get past all of the avatars that are constantly changing different names and all this stuff. Um, but, but that's, what's been really neat. And so earlier this week, I actually went to my very first web three kind of networking social thing in Vancouver and Vancouver is an unusually, um, it's an unexpected hub for this space. Uh, which is great <laughs> for someone like me um, because now I'm able to take some of the folks that I've met, you know, through Twitter and Discord and these projects and also start meeting people in real life, um, especially when we're talking about like Metaverse, AR, VR. In Vancouver, there's a lot of um, um, co- like companies working in gaming, movies, all this stuff. So that's a big part of it here. So I, I think that, um, you know, and you and I have chatted a little bit about some of the um, things we think might be able to happen in blockchain and real estate. And and we're still working our way through what does that mean? And some of the prop likely like regulatory stuff that's going to get in the way of innovation. Um, and, and um, now I feel like I can, start chatting with people back in my real estate sector and start unpacking a little bit like and and because I do come from a place where in that world I'm not like random and I'm I, I did I do have a bit of a platform I, I think I could probably at least be taken seriously when I start talking about my monkey jpegs and <laughs> what they mean <laughs> you
0: so that's know exactly what I thought bored apes were when I first heard about them on clubhouse I was like who's gonna spend thousands of dollars on a monkey and this is like before I even like ah, just. and then and then Gary V so there was that yeah
1: yeah, yeah. so no, I get it yeah so I mean I, I don't know I I think that now my um I feel a lot more equipped to start digging even like like starting really simple, right. Doing something. And, and I don't, um, I I just think now that I've, mm -hmm. let's, let's think
0: about this a little bit. Cause okay. So everyone who's listening, this world is so new. Like it, when we say it's new, it's new, it's innovative. Like if you like think, oh, I don't want to get into it because I'm late to the game. You're not, you are absolutely not, especially the connections between NFTs, crypto, and real estate. It is just starting. In fact, I just got a text message like a second ago, I looked down from a good friend of mine from Clubhouse and she was like, someone just put the first mortgage up on an NFT. Mm -hmm. You can now buy a mortgage or get a mortgage as an NFT because they've Mm -hmm. written the entire thing into the blockchain and now it is an NFT. So Uh how's that for a JPEG, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's think about that. Like As as an innovator yourself, how can people who are still in the mindset of, oh, it's just a JPEG, oh, this is just a fad, and they're just starting to see the light, they're just starting to see what Web3 could be, how can they go about, and this I want to bring in safety as well, how can they go about maybe investing in crypto for the first time, maybe investing in their first NFT for the first time. Mm-hmm. How can someone who's new to the play this space start? Yeah.
1: And it's the, the barrier to entry is real, right? So, but that is why, as you say, it's still so early. I think the barriers will become less and less challenging as time goes by. Um, so I think it's worth exploring now how to get in and be ahead of it. Um, I think that it, there's value in, Understanding just how everything connects. So understanding, you know, what is a digital wallet, understanding um, the difference between like buying something in an exchange and own it and or investing in something in that way versus using cryptocurrency. And so, um, exploring the different types of exchanges and and maybe even just like a lot of these exchange, um, exchange, uh, apps and websites, you can actually watch and monitor the values and the trends and you can see, and it's volatile, right? So it's, that's where it gets a little scary, but I think that it, you don't have to jump in to start learning. So, um, I think for me, watching and paying attention to some of the values, for example, on the crypto side has helped me feel a little bit more comfortable that you can like never time it right, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and, and you just have to, and with the different types of crypto, um, there's so many different coins and stuff. And we're going to, try to unpack some of that a little bit on our podcast because a lot of it is so much so beyond me still too. But learning like what the primary um, um, cryptocurrencies are at the moment and understanding why, like there's a couple as an example that are um, kind of gateways to the metaverse. And that's very interesting, I think. Um, and, and just understanding like, what does that even mean? Um, and then undergoing again, maybe buying a little bit, Uh, of crypto, but always buy what you can afford to lose. That's the thing everyone says. So don't, don't, don't lose your shirt. Um, Don't get aggressive right away. Um, Even if it's a couple hundred dollars, just to kind of go through the exercise of what it means to buy something and then maybe try to pull it out and put it into a wallet, a digital wallet. Um, And, and with the NFT stuff, I mean, I know not, I know a lot of us are really busy and not all of us can, um, go down the rabbit hole as some of us have, but there, there's something to be said about if you have some interest hopping on the crypto side of Twitter, mm-hmm. um, and you know, that's where I think as women, it can be a bit much cause it's a lot of bro culture, um, but we can change that. <laughs> yes.
0: We are going to create web three in our image. I swear we are. Yes. It's going to look like what we want it to look like. Yeah, but I get it. So you're talking about research and I want to interject just one thing because we were talking about Gary V before. Even Gary says that he studied and he's he's a busy man. He studied for 50 hours before he bought his first NFT. Yeah. So study,
1: mm-hmm.
0: YouTube University, you just mentioned NFT Twitter, and it's a thing. There's NFT Twitter, and then there's the rest of it. And just get out there, start talking to people, listen to podcasts, listen to listen to Ashley's podcast. Ashley, say your podcast one more time. From the blockchain. From the blockchain. <laughs> there we go. So learn and grow into the space. Don't just jump into it because people have been scammed. It's, it's yeah. the Wild West out there. So let's talk more about these connections. So the direct connection between NFTs, crypto and real estate. Mm-hmm. And this is what has gotten me very interested. And this is what really, really drew me to you in particular, because of your history in real estate. As soon as I saw that you were a realtor, I was like, oh, she's my people. <laughs> <laughs> and what we can do and it's, it's like endless, so mm-hmm. we are both also invested in a NFT called Ethereum Towers, mm-hmm. which is going to be put in the in into the metaverse. It is two apartment buildings, basically with 101 floors, 21 floors in each floor. Actually, Fame Lady Squad just got a floor. Congratulations! And like, what what do you think that? means or that signals for the future of even metaverse real estate. Somebody made a joke, I think in the Fame lady, um, discord and discord is where, uh, most of the NFT world converses, um, that he wanted to be a, uh, a metaverse real estate agent. But what do you think is that signals for the future of real estate and, and this new, uh, web three?
1: yeah so I have had a few aha moments as of late about the metaverse. Um and full disclosure, I don't own Ethereum towers, but I hope to. but we did we secure, yeah, we have some space for the we'll big. yes. Um, <laughs> it, but the um so for people who don't understand what the metaverse is, it's it's and there there's a variety of different metaverses. Um, mm-hmm. some are decentralized and some are centralized, meaning like decentralized, there's no. Governance of it. Everyone owns their piece. Um, Centralized would be something like what I expect um, Facebook is working on. Um, But the um, we're looking at finding some other space in the metaverse for Fame Ladies, like a venue of some sort. So a little alpha there. That's what we call like little little plant and a little seed. Um, And we're in talks with um, somebody who's in charge of tenant placement, basically, Um, in building out a community. uh, And when you think of community, think of, I'm I'm really talking about visualize a map um, with plots and they are building it out uh, to a certain vision. Um, So we're talking about commercial, digital versions of commercial buildings um, with venues and different things. And um, in this, space, they're, you know, the reason we're talking to them right now is they really want to ensure there's some females in the space. And I think, frankly, um, it's because when they start going and looking at some larger um, uh, brand tenants in the future that will want to build out some sort of, whether it's retail, uh, like when you're talking about retail in the metaverse, that could potentially mean like, digital wearables for the people's avatars. It could mean uh, links out to buying, you know, Gucci bags in real life or something like that. Like it really could be anything. Um, But the, the point is that people can invest in these spaces and if they build it out correctly and or some of the thinking is anyhow, then they start looking at passive income because they're looking at tenant placement people that want exposure in the metaverse the same way there might be a flagship um, store you know on you know downtown Vancouver Um, and they may not even be they might be lost leaders they may not even be making and generating a lot of money as as the brand but for them it's really important that they're there and that they're visible and that they're part of this Um, so that was the big aha moment for me not I don't know why as a realtor I hadn't thought about it this way before but this idea of like people are investing in digital land mm-hmm. in order to become digital landlords.
0: I mean, yeah, because think of it this way, like Snoop Dogg has a piece of the metaverse. I forgot which one he's he's in, but he has an epic piece. Someone bought the piece next to him for $450,000. So to anyone else, like that sounds like a lot of money for some like metaverse piece of something that's quote, not in existence. But it's right next to Snoop Dogg, who believes this is true. So I actually believe $450,000 is very cheap. Because if you think about it, if you bought the house next to Snoop Dogg in real life, how much would that house cost? Mm -hmm. Probably millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. So this this is happening, folks. So my audience right now, if I haven't lost you yet, listen to me, jump in. Like Ashley said, Start slow, like look up what crypto is, look up what an NFT is, go on to YouTube University. I know I already said that, I'm gonna say that again. Figure out how to make a wallet. Do not, when you, (laughs) remember I said this, when you make that wallet, never ever share your seed phrase. I'm gonna repeat that, never ever share that seed phrase. I know I'm going through really, really elementary steps, but Ashley, you and I know, that beginners need this and they need to be constantly reminded. I know I did when I first started. So follow some simple steps and get into, and now I know I'm shilling a little bit, and that's what NFT people in the crypto world call selling. Jump into the Fame Lady Squad. It is literally a safe place for women, men, everyone to learn and to experience the metaverse and to experience as it's growing and to experience NFTs for the first time, jump into a community that you connect with. If you have the money, get aboard board hape. If you if you love women's, like just like that, uh, women's thought and women's leadership, jump into Fame Ladies, there's so many projects out there. So Ashley, before I let you go, because you know, I could probably talk to you for like the next three hours. Mm-hmm. Let's see what is one last thing that you can leave the real estate world? And I know we'll have a lot of people in the NFT world listening to this. So also for those in the NFT world, so I'm gonna actually ask you two questions, yay. So the first question is, what are some action steps that those people you know in the real estate world can take to jump into the NFT world and for those in the NFT world, what are some ways that they can use real estate to further their journey? Mm, okay, um, I know well, that second question was a little bit more. So why don't we go with the second question first? Sure, I need you to repeat it for me. Okay, so <laughs> the second question, because mm. this is this is I think this is important for for those who are following you in the NFT space and who can reap the benefits of perhaps getting into real estate as well as an investor. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What can investors in NFTs and in crypto, why should they perhaps think about if they haven't already think about investing in, in real life investments, like Like real real property, like real property, not not talking metaverse anymore. We're talking real property, real estate.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, if, especially if you're anywhere in North America, like generally speaking, housing and owning anything to do and, and commercial real estate too. It's just a sound investment generally, as long as you're getting good advice, right. Mm-hmm. Um, work with a realtor, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, you know, I think diversifying is important, Um, The crypto world is still very um, volatile and the diversification is probably important. I think one of the things a lot of folks probably aren't thinking about right now is the tax implications um, of, you know, pulling like you know, selling some of their NFTs, um, getting into, you know, putting their crypto back into fiat and whatever. Um, So I think that if they're thinking about getting into um, real estate with, I think uh, I am seeing a lot of that happening. People making more money than they've ever made ever, or probably imagined to have made, and they're buying their first home and it's changed their whole life. Um, so that's really, really cool. Uh, but yeah, make sure you, you know, get some advice, talk to an accountant, probably. Um, mm-hmm. And and I think for both, just kind of answer your first question, too. Um, and you and I, this is how we kind of originally connected, but more and more, I think what's going to be interesting, beyond anything that has a, a transaction, anything that has a contract, in there's exactly. potential for the blockchain, mm-hmm. okay? And so that's why the the possibilities for real estate are very, very real. Um, And what I'm very curious to start seeing is more of this like fractionalized ownership of real estate that is distributed through uh, things like nfts right so um it is gonna those sorts of things as they begin to occur occur and there's gonna be again there's regulatory challenges like it's i think some people think they can do whatever they want that's not the case um but start looking for those that are properly implementing some of these things and again depending where you are in if you're in North America, I don't know what it's like outside, but in in North America and the US, I think it's state by state the regulations are different. in Canada, same thing, province by province. But we are starting to see people doing like where you can invest in real estate by buying something through the blockchain, and it makes cost. uh, There's lots of cost efficiency. You're eliminating, you know the need for lawyers and notaries and stuff like that you're able to invest less money than you normally would because before it didn't make sense unless you were investing a bit more because of those extra costs um so i think just start now that you're hearing these words if, if, if you haven't heard the I, I don't know um you know if this is something that's brought up uh on your podcast all the time but if, if this is you know if you're, now that we've said it, I think you're going to go out and you're going to start hearing this word NFT, and Mm -hmm. and just start listening, just like start listening and start noticing where you're seeing it being implemented. And I think what the biggest thing for um, folks who are really, really new is to understand that there's so much utility that can be wrapped up in the smart contracts um, that can be created here. Um, so this year you were just seeing fun art and collectibles. That's just really the beginning of
0: all of this. And folks, I'm going to repeat just what she said. This is only the beginning. So get in, try and figure it out. And above all, I'm going to unpack another thing that you said, start following those people that you can know, like, and trust it's called due diligence in real estate. It's called do your own research in NFTs. It means this. It's the same thing. Do your own research. Be responsible for your money, and above all, work with people. Because now I only go with people who are fully quote docs, who I know, like, and trust, who I you know know your customer, and start there. And you know what? Maybe you can start with Ashley Smith or Becky
1: <laughs> on
0: podcast. <laughs> from the mm-hmm. blockchain. From the blockchain. <laughs> so from the blockchain has already dropped. You can find it on YouTube. Not
1: yet on YouTube, yet. but everywhere okay. else, Spotify, iTunes, or Apple podcasts, but like all of the other audio platforms so
0: perfect and where else can people find you if they want to know more about you know more about what you do and all of the above yeah
1: so um (laughs) if you're interested in the nft side of my world uh i and please i know it's gonna be really weird when you see (laughs) how you know (laughs) my online personality there but uh it's i am bored becky is my uh handle on twitter and on um uh Instagram even and fame underscore ladies is the project. I think it's fun to watch. It is very playful. Mm-hmm. Um you know you can go to fameladiesquad.com to learn more about that. Um my other stuff, like goodness, I've neglected all my social channels uh for months, but I am gonna start picking it back up. It's uh, my name's Ashley Smith. I have a very common name. You can Google me, but this probably like 20 of us uh realtors and and you know ashley underscore realtor is where you can find me on like instagram twitter all that kind of kind of place and maybe you can find your way to my linkedin through some of those channels too
0: perfect <laughs> I found you LinkedIn. Yeah. so if i can do it you all can do it too the best thing ever though i'm gonna leave all those links in the show notes below so Ashley, thank you so, so much for coming on. This was a fantastic interview, a fantastic conversation. I cannot wait to have you back. I'm looking forward to it. And I know we're going to learn a lot over the coming months and we'll
1: have way more to talk
0: about. <laughs> so. I cannot wait to learn with you and to all of my listeners, all of my friends out there. Thank you so very much for listening. I am so grateful. If you love what you heard, please, please, please rate, review and subscribe. It would mean the world to me and then go check out Fame Ladies and check out Board Becky. So much aloha, so much love, so much peace. Aloha.